And let me just say this as well. God never makes any mistakes with anyone's story. Mm. He's the, the master storyteller. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are super pumped that you're here with us today. If this is your first time with us and you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you and how the podcast is uh, influencing and affecting your life. Um, Also, if you're listening on Audible, that's awesome, but just know that the full video format of this podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can go check that out, subscribe, and be be alerted every single Monday when we uh, drop a new podcast. Today, we are super pumped to have Jay Phantom with us, Uh, not in studio, you are across the pond, as they say, in Australia, but we're excited you're here with us today. Scott and Vanessa, it's great to be with you. Thank you so much for your time and for having me on your wonderful show. Aw, thank you so much, Jay. Y'all, you're in for a treat. We got to meet with Jay the other day, and we're just super excited about this podcast and just all the wisdom and nuggets that um, you have to share. And just first, a little bit about Jay, you guys. Um, he is the host of the Story Box podcast, and you guys, his podcast is phenomenal. It's had over 50 million downloads. Is that right, Jay? So it's close to 4 million downloads, but it's oh, reached okay. over 50-something million people, yes. Oh, Love wow. Quite a- That is so incredible. So many people just receiving amazing encouragement from Jay. He is also the author of The Path of an Eagle, you guys, which just recently released. Um, We're going to dive into that. Super excited. Yeah, Jay, if you want to hold up the book and and show everybody, we're going to also put it on the lower third. But oh my gosh, amazing book, you guys. Can't wait to dive into that. Um, And so Jay, we first just want to say, you know, Welcome, but also just share with our audience a little bit about who you are, what you love to do, and yeah, anything that you want to want them to know. So at the moment, it is currently 3.37 a.m. in the morning. So if my voice suddenly dies, I apologize <laughs> for that because it is still trying to wake up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as you said, Vanessa, my name's Jay. I live, I grew up in Sydney, Australia, but we recently moved in May of this year to the good old sunny coast in Queensland. And it has been quite an amazing journey of my life. I I guess you could say there's been a lot of ups and downs. And I say in the book as well, it's been this roller coaster ride of life essentially. So I've had to strap myself in and I I also encourage the readers to strap themselves in too. And and now the listeners, Mm -hmm. uh, because you're about to be on one heck of a great ride. Um, and I am eternally grateful for the journey that God has put me on first and foremost, uh, because it's been a lot of lessons and a lot of experiences that have taught me so much, the things that I now value so much to, to my life, I guess, today. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in a conservative Christian household. Um, my parents, my mum was saved uh, before she met my dad and they met at a gym. Um, and funny story, my dad was actually dating someone else and then, uh, he ended up talking about my mum, and then, <laughs> uh, the rest is pretty much history. But the funny thing is my mum 
wasn't going to to date my dad because he he uh, wasn't a Christian. So she basically said to my dad, "If you want to speak with me, uh, you can come to church with me, and that's where we, we'll have conversations." And then, so along my dad went, but didn't realize the full extent of what he had gotten himself into. And then, not long after that, got saved. But um, yeah, and uh, I my so the interesting thing is my mum was told that she couldn't have kids at all uh because of the her own story with what she did to her body growing up and so she ended up having three kids the doctor said to her she could never have kids and she ended up having three of us wow. so this that just proves we're all miracles from god mm-hmm. essentially and and there would have been four of us but before me mum actually sadly lost mm-hmm. uh, a child um and then if that had been the case i probably wouldn't have been born so i think that god has a reason plan and purpose for my life because of that. And there's also a little interesting nugget that I share in the book as well. Very, very, very beginning of chapter two, uh, I say that uh, I was born with this wide smile on my face. And I say that I was either happy to be out, outside of the dark womb or I wanted to bring this darkened world to much more bright, uh, make it a brighter place. So yeah, I'll leave that up to people's interpretation. Uh, but yeah, in in a nutshell, um, just moving things along because I know I'm going a little bit long here. But uh, the life in the Phantom household wasn't exactly the easiest early on. My dad had to work two or three jobs just to put food on the table. So, but we never went really without. Uh, I was born and raised with good values, good morals, good ethics. My grandfather made sure of that. So did my parents. Uh, the the lessons of hard work and determination, excellence, all those things that I now hold dear to my life today. Um, and then, uh, so what I what I do today, uh, I've done many, many things in my life from after school care to real estate to looking after disabled people to doing stock take to, um, yeah, working in a financial institution, doing cold calling, doing uh, telemarketing, doing all kinds of things that has given me more experience in life and taught me more about people, uh, especially the after-school care thing taught me about patients and kids and mm. that might help with being a parent later on in life. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, what I do today was just really, in a nutshell, uh, something I didn't expect, <laughs> but yeah. something that I'm forever grateful for. So hopefully that helps answer that question of who I am and what I do today. Yeah. I love that. And I love everyone's stories and their backgrounds and where they come from and just how God has Mm. even used our past and and the way we were brought up into how we do things now and what we're doing. And so how all that plays a role in that. So it's beautiful. Well, and you know, we're here on a podcast and, you know, anybody who's listening to this podcast is your podcast listeners. That's what you, you like to listen to podcasts. And so we're getting to introduce a whole new podcast into their world, one that is is going to encourage them. But I, I want you to talk about this, the Storybox podcast. What is it and how did it, what inspired it? Tell people about that. So that's another long story that I'll try and keep short. <laughs> uh, but essentially, I, I wanted to help people. I wanted to help people realize their worth and reach their full potential because for, for the longest time, I didn't know my own worth and I didn't know that I had really anything to offer this world. 
at all. And I initially started uh, the first version of the story box, 1.0, I call it, back in 2018. And it was a completely different version to what it is today. So me and a good friend of mine, we would sit down and review movies with good stories in them. And if if we thought that the movie had a good story, then we would put them that movie in like this virtual box, which became known as the story box for people to go back to and later on unbox for themselves. And because I wanted to be a filmmaker, essentially. So it was sort of like scratching a little bit of an itch. And I was doing movie reviews on Facebook. So this was sort of like another avenue for me to really go down. Uh, But I didn't realize how much work and how much effort goes into actually running a podcast. I mean, you guys run a podcast Mm -hmm. and it is a lot of effort. There's a lot of time, a lot of commitment. Uh, You've got to have a good mission and vision behind you. Otherwise, it just goes dead, which is what happened to the initial version of the story box. So I... I basically deleted everything online, went about my life, and then 2019 rolls around and it is literally the year of me sinking in the pit of despair and not knowing how to get out of it. So the very beginning of 2019, I lost uh, my German Shepherd of 11 years, Joy, which we were were attached to the hip pretty much, and losing her was like... I was grief stricken and I had no idea really how to process it properly. I was basically told to, you know, move on, let's go, hurry up. Um, And I was also dating a girl at the time who I had placed my entire worth, my entire identity and my entire purpose into thinking that I would be with her for the rest of my life, which is a dangerous set of circumstances if you you do that Uh, because you are a separate person to this other person, but you're placing all of yourself in being with her. Mm-hmm. So I also had started in a new career of real estate and I had no idea what I was doing. I was literally thrown into the deep end the first day that I was there mm-hmm. and I, I was struggling a lot. Yeah. So I had a combination of trying to deal with the grief of losing my dog and then starting this new career and then on top of that, literally a week in, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she decided to end the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that literally, when when the relationship ended, I fell apart. I basically crumbled at the seams and I was depressed. I But I couldn't show any of this. I couldn't turn up to work and say that I was miserable, I was depressed. So I put on a facade, put on a mask, showing people that, I was somebody when I knew that I really wasn't. Mm. I basically lying to other people and lying to myself because deep down inside, I was dying. I was struggling so, so much. And I was suffering in silence, essentially, which is a chapter in my book that uh, I talk about. So I've, I've dealt with depression uh, at different stages of my life. And here we go again, uh, essentially. And and I, I couldn't talk to anyone. I couldn't really share what was truly going on inside and then in june of that same year after everything is just taking place and me not knowing how to manage anything i selfishly chose to attempt to end my life Mm -hmm. and as a result uh god saved me god spared me which is another miracle entirely 
and I remember in that moment I'm sitting in the car after everything had transpired and I just remember crying out to God and saying, Lord, I need you to give me worth. I need you to give me purpose. I need you to show me exactly what you want me to do in my life because I've got no idea. And it wasn't like this instantaneous, oh, my life changed either. It was like this calming sense of peace that God had given me to, to say, I've got you. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. And so that's what I did. Um, I kept on going. I tried my best to get help, um, reached out to a therapist and spoke to a therapist and tried to get back on on this better path for my life. And all that year as well, I didn't mention that I tried to get my film career off the ground Mm -hmm. for a third time with a business partner. And at the same time as well, a friend of mine had reached out to me and because I'd started doing movie reviews again on Facebook and Instagram and he DM'd me and he said podcast. So while all this is going on, the podcast is floating around in the very, very back, the darkest place of my mind. Yeah. And I didn't know really what to do with that idea. I said it to my my business partner at the time and he was like, yeah, let's, let's do it, let's do it. But nothing really eventuated. So come uh, August and September, I things weren't going really well in my, my real estate career. And so I decided to start looking for another job. And this was the opportunity for me to bring the Storybox 2.0 to the forefront. But it was just going to be like 1.0 was again. Uh, and then God, as God would have it, uh, we I parted ways with my business partner as well. And then God, almost like a, a light bulb moment occurred when I was in a job interview with the CEO of a company who asked me why I wanted to work for that company. And I said that I wanted to help people. And I didn't realize the full extent of what I was saying in that moment, but on the train ride home that day, the light bulb moment occurred. And I realized that my story mattered. So does so many other people. And what if I was to share other people's stories? Because there are so many people out there that are suffering in silence. There are so many people that don't know that their story has a lot of worth and God made their story like that. And it it shouldn't be hidden away, but it should be shared. It should be unboxed. Um, And so the Storybox 2.0, as I call it, really became known as this platform to help other people realize their worth and reach their full potential through the power of stories, whether it's my own or whether it's other people. So, yeah, that's really uh, the the story behind the story box. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think, and I was tearing up as you were talking about it, because I think anybody who is listening right now has dealt with the exact things that you are talking about, loss and grief and depression, mental, you know, mental health issues, suicidal thoughts, things like that. And I, I love Jay, just your transparency and vulnerability to share that because I am sure that there are people watching, watching and listening today. They're like, that is me. That is where I'm at right now. And they're searching for hope and encouragement and what your testimony or, you know, the people that you interview and their testimonies can do to spur people on and give them hope and encouragement. And so it's just a beautiful story. And I love how, 
you know, God can take any situation that the enemy has meant for destruction or evil in our personal lives and say, you know what, like in his goodness and faithfulness and just sovereignty, you say, you know, I'm going to use that for my glory. And now he's put you in this position where you have this amazing, uh, podcast that tells these stories and and is able to just bring life and hope to so many people who um who need that and so that's i don't know it's that's phenomenal i love that well I, as a as a therapist i you know i i hear the story and i see the the opportunity of connection but the one thing that occurs to me is you know the enemy loves to isolate us yeah that's what he wants he wants us to be isolated alone um with no hope and with no connection and no community. That's what he wants. That's where he wins. Yeah. And what I love about your podcast is it's, it's real and it's raw and it's true. You know, people are broken. Uh, they do need Jesus. They do need community. And it's just a place to go and to be encouraged. So I, I am so grateful that you were obedient in that process and you weren't scared of what could happen or ashamed to tell your story. Yeah, um, that is uh, that is a miracle, and uh, I'm so uh, proud that you did that. I am just happy for you. Um, I want to move into your book, The Path of an Eagle. So we're gonna hold it up one more time. There, Jay. Boom. <laughs> there we go. go. And it's on the lower thirds right now. Um, and you can. Anybody who's listening, they can go to Amazon, grab this. It is one slide away from being at your doorstep. Thank you, Amazon. Um, so tell us about it and tell us your heart behind writing it. Well, I never thought for a second that I would be holding mm. this book in my hands today. And it's been another incredible journey, really, of thinking initially that I could become a New York Times bestselling author by just pretty much vomiting out everything that I was going through in 2019 and just putting basically pain to page mm. and saying, you go, people. There's no real message behind this except that I went through a lot of stuff. <laughs> and um, really after I finished the first version, I was so ashamed of it. I'm like, what in the world is this? So I decided to shelve it and go about my life. But the interesting thing is in all of that, uh, I maybe thought in the back of my mind I might go back to this one day, who knows. Uh, and then I was actually having a conversation with my boss who inspired me to write another book. Uh, and so I started writing this other book and I get halfway through that book and I, I think my grandfather's words keep coming back to me like jay you start something finish strong give your best and I, I realized that i hadn't given my best with this other book so here i was starting another one and hadn't really finished the other one and, and given my best with that one so i couldn't shake my grandfather's words of wisdom so i'm like you know what i'm going to put this one aside i'm going to go back to this other first book that i was starting and gave up on so quickly and I'm going to really try and see whether or not God wants me to write this book. And I remember opening up the, the document on my computer, rereading it again and feeling ashamed again. And that's when I deleted everything. I'm like, you know what, God, I want you to give me the words to say it. I want you to show me exactly the story that you want me to tell. 
And that's when he directed me to my live verse, Isaiah 4031, um, which I actually have uh, on. So I've got two Eagle journals. This one is my my very first Eagle journal. That funny thing I got way back in 2016, I was gifted it by a friend and I love it. It is, it holds so much of knowledge and, and wisdom and things that I've written down that have informed this book. And I had no idea that it would all the way back then. And then my second Eagle journal as well, which is just got little scribbles here and there. Uh, but the, the verse really talks about those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And that for me was an inspiring verse to see that in my whole life, I had been knocked down many, many times. And I know we haven't shared all of them. You can uh, read the book. And one of the things I'm most proud of about the book is there's so many stories in here that it makes for an easy read because mm -hmm. I love books so you can just pick up and, and read in, in a, a few days sitting because I'm a slow reader, <laughs> even though I love reading. But um, I, I love absorbing stories because that's how I learn. And it's how I've always learned. I was always a curious kid growing up as well, always asking questions. Uh, so for me, asking God this question, God really showed me, I want you to write and share your story and I want you to show people how you're able to overcome these certain challenges in your life. And it's all, it's all God's story anyway. I'm just like the vessel. I'm just the storyteller. Um, God's already told the story anyway. So I'm just reiterating it to people uh, here on earth. Um, so, and, and, and let me just say this as well. God never makes any mistakes with anyone's story. Mm. He's the, the master storyteller. And to think that we don't believe that our story has any value or worth is literally throwing it back in the face of God and saying, you made my story worthless. But I don't know a God that makes anyone's story worthless at all. And that included mine, but I didn't realize it at that moment. And so I, I said a quick prayer and, and then really began writing again. And I had to remove my own ego out of the equation. And so the path of an eagle came about, which is really a unique healing path forward to show people how they can overcome. And if a, I was 23, 24 at the time when I started writing this, I suck at math, so I apologize. And now I'm 26. So if a young person is able to overcome this, and I'm still learning to overcome, by the way, I'm not there at all. Yeah. I don't believe I will be. But if I can show people this is what it took for me to get to here, then maybe, and I hope that it'll be a blessing and an encouragement to people, whatever stage of life they're at. Mm. Oh, that's so good. When you were talking, Jay, um, I saw a pastor preach on this one time, <clears throat> but he said, our history is his story. And then he put up the word history. And when you divide it, it's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, so his story. And it was just a slight bulb moment for me. And as a friend, I would never want anyone to have to experience some of the things that they grow through, right? So the things that you've had to walk through. Mm -hmm. But then you get to a point where you're like, but God, I'm thankful because I needed your story or their story, again, to give hope or to give um, 
just a perspective of when we're facing those obstacles and those hard things in life that, hey, there there is another season. This day is going to pass. This season is going to pass. Um, and there is hope and restoration and redemption um, with Jesus. And so mm. I love that. I, I, I just love everything about it. Well, and again, I go back to connection. And I know people who are listening who have experienced pain and I, I was just in my in my brain. I was sitting here and I'm watching you on our screen in front of us, and I'm thinking, how can a story be written that puts you wherever you are in Australia, with us in outside of Dallas, Texas, talking and listening to speaking to people who are in blended families and going, hey, this is something that God used in me. Uh, I am you know, was obedient to write this book. And I'm hoping that it encourages you in your path so that you can go and encourage other people, people. through that healing. So the amazing connection that, that, that is being made here and, and how it's going to affect lives is, is just, it's unfathomable that it's possible. So I'm so excited that that is incurring. Um, on, uh, so let me say the title of the book, A Path of an Eagle, uh, how to overcome and lead after being knocked down. So if you haven't yet, it's a fantastic book. Pick that up. Yeah. And I just want, Jay, can you share a little bit about, I mean, I know you shared a little bit about your journey, but how you were able to overcome those obstacles you faced, but how your faith also played a role in that as well. This is a very important question because my faith is now my guiding compass is my light in this ever increasingly darkened world yeah. and I need direction. And without my faith, I think I would be aimless. I would be trying to navigate this life really without any direction mm. or proper direction that is. And I think a lot of people are going through this life without that real compass mm. and they're, they're walking through life trying to do it in their own strength Yeah, and they're trying to get through whatever it is, and realizing that they, they constantly feel stuck. But really what gives us meaning, what gives our story purpose, what gives our life that true sense of connection is fundamentally and foundationally found in Christ. And I think a lot of people have gone away from that because the moment they go through pain and struggle, they blame God. And they say, this is all your fault. How can God be here when I'm going through this? Yeah. And I don't think that we should be saying that at all. I think instead of asking God why, I think we should be asking God what. Yeah. What is it that you are trying to teach me here? What is it that you are trying to show me here? I mean, I, I'm going through something at the moment, and it is amazing how God just still shows up for you. Mm. And there's been times where I've gone, okay, God, you know, what is it right now? Why this stage of my life? What is it that you want me to see? And I've had to remove my ego once again because the ego blinds us to that truth. It, it blinds us to being on that correct path towards where we're supposed to go yeah. because the ego will say, no, 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 you're strong. You don't need any help. Mm. It is all you. You do it. And so because, because of that, you end up going it alone. And I want to share with you, you're not alone. This journey is meant to be shared. And a burden halved, a burden shared, sorry, is a burden halved. Mm. And a lot of people need to know that. And faith especially, 
uh, it's like walking through, if you don't have faith, it's like walking in a dark room and bumping your foot every single every single corner because yeah. you don't know where you're going. You can't see. So for me, my faith has saved me many, many times. And it has given me so much, I, I guess, profound wisdom and knowledge on how to deal with certain circumstances because then I just give it back over to God. And I say, look, God, here's what's happening in my life. What do you want me to see here? Open my eyes so that I may see your goodness in front of me. Yeah. And then along with that, and I think that a lot of Christians should do this too, go and seek out help. Yeah. I, I believe first and foremost, if you're going through a struggle or a difficult time, Make that known. Don't suffer in silence. There's no point in suffering in silence. It just causes more pain for yourself. It damages you even more. Mm. Instead, make your mental health loud so people can see it and then go and see a trusted friend or a therapist or whoever. Mm. Share because then then you can actually start the process towards healing. And sure, it's going to be a little bit of pain, but on the other side of that, when you get through it and when you make the choice to get through it, there will be peace, there will be fulfillment, there will be more growth and strength as a result. So that is what faith really gives to me and shows me in my life. I know we have a lot of blended families that are listening, Jay. And, you know, when we talked to you um, a couple of days ago, we know you have a huge heart, huge heart and passion for families and the next generation. And, and, and Dr. and Pastor Tony Evans has this saying, and I love it because he says, whoever controls the family controls the future. And just like you mentioned, like the world that we're living in right now. Um, and so, you know, just from your heart, Jay, to like any, anybody's listening, whether a blended family, a nuclear family, they're singled, um, they've just, you know, walked through the loss of, of someone or something. Um, what encouragement or advice do you just, what wisdom of nugget or something that the Holy Spirit has put on your heart that you would just like to share right now for them? Well, I believe, by the way, I love Tony Evans. I've, I've had the pleasure of speaking with him about the subject of faith. Would you believe? <laughs> Which was a, a powerful, powerful conversation. And and then all of, both of his sons, uh, Jonathan and, and um, Anthony Evans as well. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I think from what I've seen, and it's not hard to look around and see the family is under attack, whether it's a blended family or just, you know, a regular family or even just someone that has gotten married. For example, I mean, the family relationships, everything is under attack. The whole mm. idea of that, it's just, it's, it's amazing to me how how much people don't value the family anymore. Yeah. And they much rather remove it. Um, yeah. And for me, that is sad. And I, I, I agree with what uh, Tony Evans was saying, and I've always said that if you want to change a generation, you educate the kids. Yeah. And if you don't give them a good foundational structure early on when there's only one parent or you see there's evidence to, to prove the crime rates go up for, for males, especially if they don't have a father in the house. And there's a lot of mental health issues as well. There's a lot of trauma that goes on. So there's so many aspects that we don't really look at 
because ultimately it's all about us, our situation or our pain or, or whatever it is. And you guys can stop me if I'm wrong at all here. Yeah. Uh, but this is what I have I have seen. And my heart has always been how can I use my story to show people that, you know, I grew up in in a conservative Christian household. I was blessed to to have two parents, but it was a struggle. You know, there were traumatic events that happened early on in my life and then later on in my life. Like I had a panic attack because of certain events that went on in my family. And it it, it was a tumultuous time. But ultimately I say that if you believe this, that is, that God, God is faithful and just, and he's someone that you can always rely on. And so whatever state you are in as a family, I would just encourage you, if I can actually say this as a young person and someone that has seen a lot of traumatic events, that if you are at the stage right now that you are going to be a parent or you are a parent right now, just love on your kids. Mm. They need that love. They need that love and don't be afraid to shy away from showing the kids this is the reality of the world too because kids are smart and i think we we try and protect them for such a long time but you can't protect them either we teach them or the world teaches them it's good. what's mm-hmm. the difference there is the world will teach them the wrong thing yeah and we need to teach the kids the right thing so i hope that helps in some way shape or form a 26 year old (laughs) no there's so much there's so much wisdom in that jay because in in this what i'm talking about with tony evans comes from his book victory and spiritual warfare and when he follows up with that quote he says the enemy will do anything and everything that he can to deceive your children before you can disciple them and so there's so much wisdom in just loving your kids and teaching them and, and and not being afraid to to show them this is what the world is, but this is what God's word says and how they can be lights in dark places. And so we do declarations with our boy on the boys on the way to school. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things is greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. And I am a bright light in dark places. Yeah. Um, and talking about God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. And there's something so sweet and so pure about children's hearts because unlike adults where we've been jaded and, you know, have experienced things across our lives, they, they're just so pure and innocent and they, and their faith is, it's just astounding. And so Mm. there, I I love exactly what you said, because there's just so much wisdom and power in that. Yeah. No, I, I, and I will tell you, Jay, this is, this has really been a a phenomenal podcast. Uh, And I think anybody who's listening, who's getting just a touch of this, um, you know, I just cannot uh, encourage you more to go to the, the Storybox podcast to to read the book. Read the book, The Path of an Eagle. Yeah, um, it's going to be a, a blessing. The last question we always ask our podcast guests, and this is throughout our history of of our ministry, every one of our guests answers the same question. The name of our ministry is Blended Kingdom Families. What is a blended kingdom family to you, Jay? Before I answer this question, I also want to say that what you said, Vanessa, about the purity and and the innocence of a child, I actually do talk about in my book. And I think 
that we need to we need to foster the, the curiosity of a child and not take it away from them. Mm. And I also so good. kids, especially they don't necessarily have an ego problem because they're not really tainted by the world's mm-hmm. views and all those aspects that come on in life. And I've seen it. I, I used to look after kids, right? So I used to see their curious mind and just that, that pure of pure essence of it. It used to yeah. baffle me how they used to see the world. Um, so a blended kingdom family. Now, this is a great question. Um, and to be honest with you, I would say it's a family that focuses primarily on firstly raising their kids to love God, to serve God in the right way. The parents especially, they love God with all their heart, mind, body, and soul, and they show that love, God's love to their kids. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, they just have this this home that is warm, loving, kind, generous, all the fruits of the spirit intertwined. I'm I'm kind of like just finding this. this, (laughs) I don't really. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I would say. I love that, Jay. And 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 again, the question is so uh, unique to every single person, and everybody has a different. Holy Spirit kind of answer to it. So it, there's no wrong answer. It's just yeah. whatever the Holy Spirit puts on your heart. We're going to have to create like a, a reel that has everybody's answers because it's just beautiful. Like no one has said the exact same thing that you have said. It's yeah. it's always something different. And what I think is what is so relatable about blended families is if you look at the kingdom of God, we're, we're one big blended family. We're all different. Yeah. We come from different places. Yeah. We have different accents. We, you know, um, different colors. And, and it's beautiful because there's not one person that we look at that was not created in the image of God. It's like when I look at you, I get a glimpse of God, right? And mm-hmm. so I think that's that's just what, what is so beautiful about the body of Christ. But Jay, we're, we're finishing the podcast, but we want everyone to know where they can find you, find the podcast. This will also be in our show notes as well. So can you share that with us? I'm glad you mentioned the diversity factor. I probably should have thought of that. Maybe it's my morning brain still waking no, up. No, you're great. <laughs> but um, where people can find me is they can look at the Storybox podcast, uh, com. I always say that it's not about me, but it's about other people. It's about me trying to serve other people as best I can. Uh, they can get the book on Amazon. It's called The Path of an Eagle. Uh, they can just type that in on Amazon. It should come up. Um, or they can type my name, Jay Phantom, um, with an F, not a PH, because mm-hmm. I'm not the fan of the opera. I'm a different <laughs> Phantom. Um, and, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has been listening or watching and, and to you, Scott and Vanessa. I love your, your mission, your hearts. Uh, to serve and and to bring out this message even more. So I really, really do appreciate you and and thank you for having me on your show. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely, Jay. Yeah, it's been been an honor and a blessing to have you, to meet you and have you share, Jay, and just to hear your story. And we're excited for you. So thank you so much. 
Absolutely. Guys, thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that this podcast was a blessing to you. We hope it is a blessing to your family. Uh, On behalf of my wife, Vanessa, and I, we're so grateful you were here. If you haven't already, you can get a copy of Blended and Redeemed. Uh, This is our book, the go-to field guide for the modern step family. It is also available on Amazon. You can go and swipe, and it will be at your doorstep within a few days. Guys, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.